0: What is up, everybody, and welcome in to a very casual Friday edition of the DNBR Nuggets podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. <laughs> and miroslav uh i guess 40 and older we just sit quietly in our chairs um, i hear you make any noises by the way i mean you're also a member of this panel that can easily make air horn noises so i I want you to understand something i'm the mc now you probably don't understand the various parts of hip-hop and and the way it works but sure i am the one on the mic uh you guys are the djs you you guys are the ones that are that are doing the music and and you know the sound you know the
1: dj doesn't actually talk either like you're asking us to make like make noises into a microphone, I'm which is something it, that, that
0: is you have. Boat uh, <laughs> breaks it. you do not. Uh, guys, it's going to be a very fun casual Friday. You might say some Schadenfreude Friday. Um, uh, uh, all, all of our enemies are in absolute peril. It's uh, quite quite delicious. The trick uh, is
2: to lose in the first round, and then everyone forgets about
0: you two uh, weeks later. Dude, I've, I've thought a lot about this. LeBron James, like, he's already on his second vacation of the year. Like, he's just like, nobody's talking about him except for us. He's he's hidden. Um, He's fully over it all. Uh, You, you might be onto to something there. Um, Look, at, I got the squad here all the way from Serbia. Joining us for what is also a Serbian Corner Friday edition of the show, it's Miroslav
2: Cuk.
3: Well, hello, gentlemen.
2: Hey man, you watching uh, cartoons?
3: Yeah, my, my boy is watching. I I, I hope we won't be canceled because it's it's SpongeBob SquarePants. I don't know if you, if we if get you copyrighted have the, the, for that. The, yeah.
2: <laughs> we probably
0: will.
3: <laughs> kill check that, please.
0: <laughs> that would that would be the absolute worst way for us to go out. Although it wouldn't be the first time you got us uh, our account taken away. True story, true story. Uh, if you don't know, Miroslav once had us play the Serbian National Anthem. Oh, no, no, it was the song, right? It was the song. Yeah,
3: it was. Yeah, oh, sing yes. it. <laughs> No, I can great. sing it. Come on. It's, it's, it's and my And our account was
0: closed for like two weeks. It was terrible. <laughs> uh, down below, we've got D-Line Co. You guys know him better as Eric. Oh, my guys. Is life
1: the most beautiful it's ever been? Can we trust the process of healing and life and beauty? To deliver us the things that we desire most in this life? I think the answer is yes. I wasn't always so sure. But now that I know that
0: in the end, justice is the only thing we can count on. <laughs> that was a, I knew you were going to bring it on the intro. I knew you wouldn't bring it on the air horn, but you
2: definitely brought it on your first line, which was great. Uh, and then I got Brendan to vote down below. Hey, fellas. I'm feeling great. I don't know if you guys heard the new Kendrick. I don't know if you've read these Joel Embiid quotes but all is well in my life my friends all is well
0: uh there's a lot and don't forget the phoenix suns also by the way guys that's right one of my enemies uh kale can you do me a favor can you put give us access to the haters ball oh there we are we're going to the haters ball it is that time yes yesterday guys to recap the philadelphia 76ers we wondered how would they go down three dude three to two they were fighting back in the series uh, had two very impressive wins then a kind of a sad game five you know and being, some people questioned maybe he was just sad that he didn't get the MVP kind of had a bad game a little bit of a downer you thought all right let's gut check time let's see what this ha- this team has. no guts It was such a um, oh, like I don't want like a weak way to go out. I mean they really went out without a whole lot of fight. Um, the game was Jimmy Butler talking a lot of trash and nobody wanting to step up to him. The game was James Harden, the prize trade target. Remember, Ben Simmons, guys, remember last year? Scared to take shots, Ben Simmons was. You have to get – you can't go into a do-or-die game with a guy who's afraid to take shots. Get Ben Simmons out of here. It was all his fault. If you guys remember last year's exit interviews, if we could pin it on one person, and we will, it's Ben Simmons. Get him out of here. Get James Harden over here. He's not afraid to shoot, except for what's that? Two field goal attempts in this entire Hang on. second half? Run.
2: Zero I'm checking points. my notes here, Adam. It looks like in their respective second halves in their final games with the oh. Sixers, Ben Simmons outscored James Harden by three points. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. Three points, oh. too. Perfect number. Beautiful. Uh, unbelievable,
0: unbelievable. It was just like, honestly, like, I, I want to clown. There's some real excuses for the 76ers. And I sure. mean like, no, I'm being serious here. No, me too. You know, he did have a broken face, broken hand. Like, oh, like, yeah. Those honestly affected him. Like, I can't sit here and just clown Joel Embiid full stop. Um, Danny Green goes out. We're going to talk about him a little bit later. I mean, that was a big loss for them as well in the game. But it was the way in which they got And We talk about the Nuggets. They lost in five in the first round. They lost Jamal Murray. They lost Michael Porter. We worried. What's this team going to do? They fought to the bitter end, man. Lay everything on the line. And we walk away, even in a loss, going, you know what? That's a team that has some guts, has some balls, has um, some pride. You watched the 76ers last night, and I'm just like, That team has no pride. And we didn't even get to the exit interview. We'll get to that in a second. Eric, as you're watching this game, just tell me the delicious feast you were having in your soul. Well, I don't know if you saw what happened to Danny Green,
1: but he was actually... Man, I can't believe
0: you're going here. This is terrible.
1: (laughs) I feel so bad for Danny Green. He was a victim of Flopping, not his own flopping. Joel Embiid flops, falls into the knee of Danny it's, Green, it's not only emotionally, also physically it. injuring all those around him. Listen, guys, I, as you know, I am a beacon of justice.
0: I like to make sure that, <laughs> wow. there, is, uh, right, that right. there is in no. the unit. I got to take him in, out before we get kids. I just have in, to like. A beacon of
2: justice.
0: I have to curb him before he goes too far on this one. Just calm uh, down. It, Somebody pour it, some cold water on Eric for a second. Uh, no, no, no,
1: no, no, no! Hold on. I'm not going where I think you, where you think I'm going.
0: I'm just saying. You already went where I was afraid. <laughs> we're,
4: already,
1: we're already where I didn't want to go. There, there are things in this world. There are th- there are things that uh, can't be proven. But the existence of the basketball gods is
0: something that can no longer Man. be denied. All right, can I well, hold up? Time out. Time out, Miroslav. Because I believe in the basketball gods. Mm-hmm. I actually do. I believe in them in this abstract thing. Um, I think the worst thing you can do. For, to the basketball gods is pretend you understand the basketball gods. So Eric out here claiming justice to me, I'm a little uncomfortable that we're calling this Oh, freakish. that's because you're weak, and uh, you'll be
1: punished <laughs> by the basketball gods as well for being so meek. This is uh,
2: how Smuggets
1: happened. This is exactly
0: how it happened.
2: This is the origin. Just, Eric, just Absolutely. stop for a
0: second. I will say this, though, Miroslav. like You know, and Chris Herring had an article on this several years back. He was retweeting it last night. You know, Embiid – was taught how to fall because when you have that much weight you're that big of a guy you don't want to put too much weight and so Eric likes to make fun of him because he does hit the ground no fewer than 20 times a game but that is by design to try to keep himself healthy but there is if we're trying to be actually fair about this there is a thing in basketball which is when 300 pounds seven footers constantly are falling it actually is a little risky for other people. We see it all the time. Guys get hurt by big people falling into them, and this is exactly what happened. Now, is this justice? Is it a rebel? I honestly think it's just Embiid trying to make sure his foot that had bothered him since he was a teenager doesn't re-injure. So I don't want to call this cosmic or karmic justice. I just... No. But there I, is something to it. it, it I, I don't mean to, to, to
1: point to that as the evidence of justice, but all the same, like... The way that the 76ers have gone about their business over the last decade plus, and coining a a phrase that not only uh, honors and exalts this behavior, it makes it seem like it's something that should be looked upon, studied, and repeated by other teams. The process sounds like something so official, something that should be uh, taken under advisory and, and looked at, and it is the like the way that they have wasted their city's time our time the nba's time They're the people that pay money to watch them. The the 76ers are a Ponzi scheme and there's nothing more beautiful than people going about their (laughs) business in such a dirty, despicable way, getting their comeuppance in a way that is so undeniable and so Uh, obvious to see the logical end to a dirty and disgusting process makes me so happy I could not... I, I don't know what to do with myself. Okay, don't minutes, know what to do with. We're most. ten
0: minutes into this show. It's been all Eric saying things that I just have to shake my head at. But.
2: Adam, this I, well, I was going to say. I blame you. You planned a haters' ball show and you threw it to Eric right away. I don't know.
0: <laughs> he wasn't on the last haters' ball, if you remember. They he just
2: lost. What do you think he was going to do? <laughs> show sympathy?
0: <laughs> Here, Slav. Oh, no. Did you see this game, or you know it, the the score? Just anything. Kind of. What's your perspective on the on the 76ers Not just going out, but going out totally sad.
3: Yeah, it is, it is sad. And when you, when you look at the individual parts of that team, that's, that's a pretty good team. I, I agree it's not a super deep team because mm-hmm. they had to sacrifice a lot of their depth to get James Harden. But I mean, James Harden is not like, like outside of top 100 players in the league. Even with all of his flaws, he's still, he still a guy that, that puts 20 points per game on a yeah. 60% true shooting. It's not It's not like he is a complete garbage, you know. And they had Tyrese Maxi, who was an amazing yeah. player for them all season until James Harden came there and, and took away some shots from him. And, you know, Tobias Harris is a very useful piece. So, I don't know. The, the supporting cast about uh, around Joel Embiid wasn't so bad as it might look at, on the first glance when you see how sad they looked like. But... I I really think that that Joel Embiid should look at himself a bit this time because this time <laughs> he, he didn't have he didn't have Ben Simmons to, to throw under the bus so he had to to go to another to another teammate and uh I don't know I mean some things he he could change about his his uh playing habits like what what Eric said about falling down a 300 pound uh 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 behemoth Falling, falling down twenty times per game. Work on your balance, man. You are the by far the strongest man. guy on the court. I do,
2: I do think Adam is, is right about this thing because <laughs> Anthony Davis
0: does the same thing. It's a trained thing, and I agree that it does like kind it's of put this... a lot of people in harm's way. It is a little. And by the way, I do think it's part of why he gets so many foul calls too. Is like there's there's the like oh I got sure hit. but I but fall this, down, but, and...
3: but that's also the reason why he missed like three hundred games in his first eight seasons. Because yes. he falls down so much, I mean, he's putting his body, his own body, into a lot of danger because of it. Similar to Anthony Davis, to be honest.
2: I actually think Anthony Davis is worse than that. Like he just goes up for a layup and he's like, "Should I finish through contact, no. or I'll throw myself <laughs> yeah. horizontal midair while Monte Morris <laughs> can test the layup?"
0: You're, you're you're right about that. Anthony Davis, I think, is a worse offender. It's just so huge that every time he does it, it's just like ignore. It's like an you know like an elephant falling in the mud or something. But vote. If we get to the good part of this, it wasn't just the loss, which, look, Miami's a good team. I don't think they're great. They're a good team. I mean, they're all right. They, they're going to the conference finals. Jimmy Butler played great. Oh, by the way, a little side note. Jimmy Butler, after we're walking in the hallway, saying they chose Tobias Harris over me. Number one, hilarious Number two, erroneous. Jimmy Butler is so good at making up fake storylines. He's so good. He's like Jimmy Butler. I almost respect how much of a liar he is. things happen. I mean, it's too good of a story for me to contest. So I mean, he was the
2: only person outside of Rachel Nichols's family that was bummed out when ESPN moved on. He was like, "Shit."
0: (laughs) Does anyone have Malika's number? (laughs) Um, He was calling Malika. She's like, "Dude, I'm not doing that. I'm not whatever (laughs) interview you want. No, but." The real drama to me vote came after the game and and Marislav brought it up. And Eric brought it up, I think, as well. And part of that, there is a history of Joel Embiid and the 76ers at large. Every time things go wrong, you got a point who's fault. Some guy's fault, somebody's fault. And after this game, I thought there's no way Embiid's going to do this. He's going to handle it with a lot more class. Wrong. He (laughs) goes right to the mic is asked about how do you feel Daryl Morey has done building this team? He's like, Oh, he's great. He's brought in a lot of good players. Like, Curry, for example, who they traded to Brooklyn, like DeAndre. Like, he's out here naming the guys that are no longer with the team as his best moves. Not just that. He's also talking bad about players. James Harden. He's not Houston anymore. He's more of, I would say, a facilitator. Dude, I could not believe that he just went full-on finger-pointing. Even me, I was surprised by this vote. I know you were as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was—it's tone deaf, really. I mean, the way that was sort of thrown at him last year, and then you could argue, look, the Ben Simmons situation was specific; it was loaded. We don't know enough. Except then he just does it again. He <laughs> swap the pieces out, and it's the same sort of reaction. I had a two-pronged kind of reaction myself. The first is it can only be said in so many ways, but what a privilege to root for Nikola Jokic! Oh. What a privilege for Tim oh. Connelly and company to build around a guy who does everything right on the court, but does most things right off the court as well. Namely not doing this, no matter how frustrating things get. The second thing is I'll stop short of karma or whatever, but much like watching the Brooklyn Nets fall short this year, there is a, a the tides seem to be turning in, in a bit where the soulless uh, approaches to basketball and team building and team sports might be yielding less and less. And I know the Sixers process is a long thing to maybe call this the final point in the process is there's different GMs, different management now, but the point is it's been a solace. We'll swap the pieces out. We'll do the math on this. Eventually we'll cash in the right assets for the right superstar. Well, first of all, you got the wrong superstar, but second of all, you then get this, where Embiid is fully comfortable blaming people, would be just as happy to see pieces move in and out. This thing that Jokic is in love with, this process, not just of getting better, but of moving closer towards a shared collective goal, of the process of ironing out the wrinkles, the process of identifying the shortcomings and taking, not, not taking the easy fix, but building what's wrong, You know, working fixing what's wrong on the foundational level. That's everything that's missing in Philly right now. They will reshuffle this deck, and they'll try again. And I won't be surprised if they fall short, and more to the point, I won't be surprised at all the next time MB does this because there's no sense of team. There's no sense of building from one year to the next. I find it to be a soulless approach. And I'm thrilled. Basketball gods, I'll never understand you, but I'm grateful in the last two, three years that you've stopped rewarding this shit.
0: I mean, this is honestly... This is honestly it is... You're, we're almost, you can almost overplay this, but I do feel there is a philosophy, a battle, a spiritual battle, if you will, in the NBA over the last decade. And that is the idea of championships are won on paper, like you just assemble it. Why doesn't it work? It's because the math didn't work out or because well, we just got to get a better, newer, better player. And to me, it's such there's obviously a threshold of like this team is not good enough to get it done, what have you. But there's this other aspect of it that I just believe at my core that is basketball is about getting five individuals all to come together to be greater than what the parts say that they should be and i look at that 76ers team should they have been favorites to win i don't probably not especially when you only get a guy halfway through the year but did they come anywhere remotely close to like bonding into a single unit they were just some individuals and it is the story from the beginning of the process and the biggest like People who didn't like the process was for a couple of reasons. One, Eric mentioned it's such a abomination of the league to expect teams to put out the product that they did and us assessment to be like, wow, what geniuses that they are, that they created the worst roster ever just so they could guarantee themselves these, these things. Like it's not genius. It's actually the simplest strategy of building yes. a team. And it's miserable for the paying customers yes. that are the NBA. But so there's that aspect of it, but there's the other one which is. How do you tell a great player like Joel Embiid, a great prospect, that none of this stuff matters until we bring the pieces and then expect him to have all the lessons that are like, actually, when this is all said and done, I have to look internally and, and try to say, where did this stuff happen? Those two things do not run congruent out of each other. And the last couple of years, the last two in particular, it has just been such a highlight of that exact fallacy. He, at the end of this, looks through the eyes of, of a Sam Hinky and says – We need some better pieces. We need this. It's those guys' fault, and it's just—I just root for it to fail. I honestly into the mic, into the first public mic he found. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Joel Embiid has. So you know. Obviously, we've been locked into mortal battle between ourselves and the family, of <laughs> ever since Joel Embiid was denied, in their in their eyes, uh, first-team All-NBA to Yoke. Know, it just happened several years ago. That's when the onslaught began. We have to then... I mean, there's really no reason we should care about the city of Philadelphia, the team, the 76ers. They're not in our division. They're not in our conference. We play them twice a year. Um, but... The idea then that we are forced to look at the two pillars of these teams, Nikola Jokic and Joel Embiid, and now are able to compare and contrast not only playing style, not only efficiency on the court, not only uh, just as basketball players, but now as men. And in the last several days, like Joel Embiid has come out and just shown himself to be so... Much less of a man than Nikola Jokic. Like, he is not able oh to God. take
0: accountability for, for his shortcomings. I'm I love that he looked up as he was like accessing, How do I phrase this problem? I'm serious. I'm serious. Like, I,
1: I, I could not be less impressed with this guy. He throws people under the bus, he throws <laughs> process under the bus. In the biggest game where he's supposed to be coming out and showing everybody they made the wrong choice, Nikola Jokic was the wrong decision for the MVP, he comes out two games in a row injured as you say as Nikola Jokic was in the the final games that he played and he delivered absolutely nothing inspirationally on the court from a leadership standpoint like Joe Embiid needs to look to look in the mirror i don't think that he will i think that he'll look towards everybody else on the bench like um uh, but like he just showed so much of his character over the last several days and it's it to me it's it's this is the most satisfying thing is it's not just like who's the better basketball player it's like Yo, this is the guy you root for in Nikola Jokic. This is somebody to stand behind. This is somebody to look up to. This is somebody that when the chips are down, like he will take full ownership over anything that happens. He won't allow another person to slander a person that is on his team with him because he that is his team. He knows it. Whether or not we we question his leadership because he's not vocal all the time, but like nobody stands stronger in front of the face, the the hordes uh, of, uh, those that would look to tear apart the Denver Nuggets and all of the players that play with him more than Nikola Jokic. He's just, I, I just can. not the more I see from other players in the league that I'm supposed to look up to, the more disappointed I am by them day by day and the more impressed I am by Nikola Jokic. Uh,
3: there is one basketball reason for all of this is that the fact that Joel Embiid is not the kind of superstar that fits perfectly with every other superstar. In the NBA, like Steph Curry does, like Nikola Jokic would fit next to like 90% of superstars. Joel Embiid really needs some certain special kinds of talent around him to 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 be optimized in in on bo- both sides of the court. But there is a bigger issue here. When, when Eric looked up to 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 phrase it perfectly, I remembered you know who had a lot of PR training, Joel Embiid. And after all of those hours of PR training, he is still throwing people under the bus. I'm wondering what if he's really politically correct when, when he's saying those things comparing to what he really thinks, you know. It could by be even the way worse.
0: people know that you can't hide that. Like, this is the thing about yoke that the the teammates always say is that he is the guy you see, like that yeah. that's just who he is. And I, you're, I, I like that point, Marislav, because you're right. If this is the polished version we see, what do we see right. when you're kissed in the locker room at halftime? When you know, like, what, what's the version we see there, or at practice, or on the bus, oh, whatever it is.
2: If this is the summer of everyone comes around to Ben Simmons's side, I'm gonna have a <laughs> <laughs> Like you know what? Hostile workplace environments are tough. Like hey, all, pretty mean to me. All, I don't all know what I'm saying, saying is,
0: everybody laughed at him for having his mental illness and using it as a shield. But I'm just saying. Might actually be a real thing that he's dealing with here. That
2: I I do think. I do think the third time in a row he sits up and does this, he is telling us something about himself. I mean, we are. This is a hater ball show. We led with Eric, like we're gonna relish in this, (laughs) and we're gonna, you know, but and, and embellish it. But there's something to this. There's a real. There's a real point here, and I think we've hit on a lot of it. And. the 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 one thing adam you you touched on this you always make this point just learning these lessons learning why you lose learning why you come up short learning how to take accountability i do think and maybe this is easy to say i'm not trying to go full fs1 like i don't know if kevin durant had to learn that stuff in golden state he didn't and i think you look at a a brooklyn team that didn't have that guy that that spine um and it is part of why easy to say now. I'd prefer everything was rosy, but watching the way Jokic responds to legitimate adversity, I just even with like, okay, I'm am I'm, I'm worried about Jamal. I'm worried about Porter. But from the Jokic element, I'm almost more confident than ever because I just think this is a guy that's taking these lessons, these bumps in the road in stride and coming out a better and stronger and more mature leader of a franchise. And the mm-hmm. most comparable talent to him in the league is going in the other direction right now. And my last, last point, and I beat this horse up a little bit, but. Beat this dead horse a little bit, I should say. Yeah, um, I yeah, just about, yeah, on a Jokic. Like, I was just about to say, like, how are you gonna beat a horse when talking a dead horse. using using the expression? Yoke's yeah, we're still defending we're still defending Joker's MVP. That's right. Uh, but this is also one of the benefits of playing in Denver. People love to talk about the Sixers. We're gonna spend the whole summer talking about what a shit job they did, who needs to go. well ESPN will run those quotes. Everyone will forget that the Denver Nuggets lost in the first round, and this team will get to get back to work without that dark cloud hanging over it, without the four of us sitting here laughing at them.
3: And I don't want to give too much credit to Nikola Jokic for being such a great teammate, because you're playing a fucking team sport. You're supposed to be a good teammate. I mean, if you don't want to be a good teammate, go into athletics, go into boxing, you know, go into tennis, be on your own if you want to be a part of it of an ensemble you, you 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 need to feel that connectness with your team and not just like like hanging handing out guys like okay let's trade these two guys i i don't care playing with them and let's see what happens next time around that that's just insanity that, that's i don't know i mean he's not as good as lebron james lebron james did that for many years and he was a bit more successful then
0: yeah ben. One one yeah. last point, and actually, Kale, you guys have to stick with me. I have a corny thing here for you, Kale. You can cue the uh, corny music if we have it to, to help here. <laughs> so Jokic, Jokic in his exit interview was asked about the talent on the. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so funny. He was asked about the talent on the roster, and he's like, "We have enough talent. It's just about can we learn to play together." And I just love that answer because it's his way of saying, "Like, guys, it's not about that. We're not just. We don't just need to stack the deck." And it reminds me when I say basketball is a spiritual game to me. And I mean this sincerely, you guys are gonna think it's it's corny because it's, it's a weird thing to say, but I mean this sincerely. There's this like philosophy in Christianity that says like everybody is bought into one body and you, the hand cannot say to the foot, I have no use of, you, uh, of thee. And the parts of the body that are less honorable are just as important as the parts of the body that are honored. And this is basketball. It's like, yes, you have a Jokic, you also have a monte and they're both completely necessary to win and that is the whole point of it this is why i say it's spiritual to me because building a team where those things don't matter to me feels like such a cheat it's like when you go to play pickup and you get a team that has five of the best five players against everyone else and you're like what is the point what are we doing here but when it's a how can we get the five pieces we were handed to figure out to become this best version that's what makes it something that is the greatest expression of team sports that I see. Better than football, better than soccer, better than any of these. The way those five pieces could come together. And that's why, for me, basketball is a spiritual sport. Vote. Get your ad read ready. You could go ahead. That was – that music wasn't very corny, though, Kale. That felt more like a wind chime. Yeah, that, that actually it.
2: felt like, yeah, spiritual yoga class. That wasn't more it, yoga-like. It, it, you gave me, like, 0. 0.2 seconds dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude.
0: I, I tried my best. Kale. Kale. <laughs> There are you, K- are you going full, Joel? There's Peter five of <laughs> us. Yeah, there's <laughs> five wow. of us. Oh, all teammates <laughs> we all I, have to
1: work, all five of us have to work together here, Kale. All I of us.
0: Came
2: in and pointed the finger at me, said it's Adam's fault. Kale, Kale, like, yeah, I, I, I look at the other side, and they just have hosts that they're not afraid of anyone, like they're tough, even though L- listen of us.
3: It was a beautiful music. I didn't hear a word of what Adam said. It was yeah, so beautiful.
2: <laughs> couldn't care less. You know what else is beautiful? The Colorado Avalanche, the healthy Denver Nuggets on your basketball, on your TV screen, I should say. And that's distressingly hard to do these days in Colorado, or at least it used to be. Uh, but what I consider your God-given right to watch your favorite teams on planet Earth. Is you're right, and it's back thanks to Evoca TV, which has Altitude Sports, AT and T Sports, and other national channels. They're growing constantly, and they're adding new channels to their lineup. Coloradans, if you are in Denver and Colorado Springs, guess what? Evoca TV has service for you. So don't miss the first, or don't miss the second round of the Aves. Uh, don't miss your favorite Colorado sports teams. Go to Evoca slash DNVR. Use promo code DNVR. You'll get ten dollars off your first three months. That's only fifteen dollars per month in the first three months plus receiver. No contracts or no hidden TVs. Evoca TV—they get the people going. And the NBA playoff action is non-stop at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Our favorite team is out. Our favorite team to hate on is out, but we can still get skin in the game, fellas. Uh, right now, new new customers can bet just five dollars on any team to win and get one hundred and fifty dollars in free bets if they do. And if you guys are looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the NBA playoffs, we we'll DraftKings, drafting same game parlays. We'll do that for you. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets. Which team will win? Which total threes made? Total rebounds? You guys know the deal. We talk about this every pregame. Uh, but the more legs you add, you have an even bigger payout waiting for you on the other end of that rainbow. Right now, all customers can place the same game parlay with three or more legs. and get a free bet back up to $25 if one leg does not hit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use promo code DNVR. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets. If they do, that's promo code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook. For details, gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700.
0: All right, here. Back segment two. We're going to have to push Serbian corner to segment three. we will have a short segment two because we're cooking. I'm sorry. Eric had (laughs) 10 minutes of just straight, straight (laughs) ISOs. Uh, scored 100 points. It was great. We're going to go now, though. We have to look at the other series that brought me just almost as much joy, and that is the Dallas Mavericks, who I declared dead in the water after game two. I mean, I just – we rewind one week. Luka Doncic is getting singled out. Like, this. the Suns took turns clowning him. It was the rudest thing I've ever seen in my life. Honest to God, I don't think I've seen a basketball game that was as rude as game two was, where they all just were like, my turn. Oh, let's score. Your turn and just doing this. Well, Luca clapped back in this series and and the Dallas Mavericks at large. And then you go to game five, same thing. Suns blow out the Mavs. As he's walking off the court, Miroslav, Luca's saying, I know we all saw the video. Oh, they're talking. They feel tough when they're up. Everybody feels tough when they're up. I remember watching that clip and being like, damn. Luka looks awfully confident for a guy that just lost by 30. And then here he comes out in game six and just completely dominates, gives back. This was the second rudest game I've ever seen was what Luka did to them in game six. And I look at this and I go, holy crap, this Mavs team is now one game away from the Western Conference finals. I could not be more impressed with Luka Doncic, Jalen Brunson, and that Dallas Mavericks team.
3: L- Luka Doncic has been playing professional since he's, you know, age 15. He was playing against guys that were 30 years old, 35 years old when he was 15. He's seen it all. There is not a single thing he didn't see before he came to the NBA. And then, of course, he had, what is this, his fourth season uh, in the NBA. You know, already like like three times uh, all NBA player, whatever. Uh, I really give a lot of credit to him, both him and, and Jason Kidd, because they're a really tough team i mean when you when you look at the sum of that parts it doesn't sound like you have a, a lot of defensive talent there but mm. they play like a unit really really well you have you have Maxi Kleiber, who was pretty bad the whole season and now he's you know he's just hitting everything in this series it's really it's really uh, a cool thing to see and it's it's quite uh, inspiring to be honest because I don't know. I, I guess this is this is the last season for Jalen Brunson with them. I don't think he, they will give him like like four four years, one hundred million. Here's the
0: thing, Jalen Brunson's really good, but there are you could replace him with another there's another Jalen Brunson out there. Yeah. No, I'm not saying they're a dime a dozen, I'm just saying he's not the only one. You could find an ISO sidekick that could play spread pick and roll. But it, if if he, he was like
3: a... like three inches taller, he would be a perfect companion for Luca, I you don't know, but
0: He uses, though, like J.J. Barea, he uses his tiny stature so well. There are pluses to being that small, and he maximizes those pluses.
3: Well, I mean, on the defensive side, this is this is mean. Even that, though.
0: Even that's the the Draymond thing. He's so low to the ground that he can just get so physical and be so low in a way that's kind of hard to go up against. I'm not saying it's a positive. I'm just saying there are positives hidden in the negative.
2: Sure. But to Marislav's point, you know, if you give him that money, you still got Tim Hardaway Jr. under that sizable contract. Like it's gonna be get harder and harder to add, you know, elite talent to Luca. And while I just spent a segment bemoaning the add superstars process, you probably need one other if you're Dallas. I mean, there's still a ways away from a super team. Maybe not. There's been good arguments this postseason about how good they look when he gets off ball when they play more like a team. This is what I, I just wonder. If, I just this wonder is, if there's a limit. Go ahead. There,
0: is, there maybe is. A, first of all, that the Suns are the best team. I thought so. If you beat the Suns, maybe there's not a limit. Maybe that's right. actually I know. what it is. That's why they're. I mean, look. I never gave the Mavs a single percentage chance of winning the title this year until last night, and then I'm like, I don't know, man. They kind of seem like they're just kicking the ass of the Suns I know. for the third time in the series. It's and, so true. and here's and that's my point. So we just talked about trying to build super teams. D line. Reggie Bullock is not a name that rings out. He plays his role perfectly. Mm-hmm. Jalen Brunson is playing his role perfectly. Maxi Kleba is playing his role perfectly. They have a bunch of guys that just know what their job is, know what their job is not, do it, and then one superstar. Maybe that I'm telling you, we might be overestimate, overthinking right.
1: some of this stuff you might be right.
4: there.
0: Well, I mean the
1: Luca then drawing the comparisons to LeBron James that he's always gotten since he's been here. I mean, that's that's a LeBron James team, right? Like you have one guy that is just doing absolutely everything and then uh, everybody else like either figuring out their place or figuring out that they don't have a place right. in the right. offense, one or the other. But I, I don't know. I, I don't think they're going to win this next game. I think they're probably going to lose a sense they go to Phoenix. Every team that's won every, every home team has won in decisive action. Yeah, in the, like for if, for the Mavericks, it's like they're either hitting their shots or they're dead. And that's it. Like yeah. uh, Luca is uh, like, he's incredible. I and mean, he really is incredible. He's putting up near Jokic
0: like numbers. That's how incredible he is. Here, Here's another important thing though. D line. Another thing is happening right now to the Phoenix suns or in the series and that is that Chris Paul suddenly looks like a 37-year-old. Yeah. And I think there's a reason for this. Last year, you go up again. First of all, Chris Paul didn't play in every game in the first round, right? He was banged up. So last year, first round, it only goes six. It wasn't that competitive, but he even it was even lighter for him. Gets to Denver, sweep. That was a rest. You get to the next round, goes five. That's a rest. And then you lose, actually, in the finals. This year, you get Jose Alvarado, who Chris Paul pretends not to know his name. That mf -er hounded him 90 feet from the basket on every single possession. And yes, he lost, but he wore the hell out of him. You get into this series, Mavs doing the exact same thing. And guess what? Yes, Chris Paul has had a perfect game in this series. Yes, Chris Paul has had some really good ones. But he's also had some absolute stinkers, including the last one. And I look at this and I just go, Chris Paul might have to go eight more or two more (laughs) games, 14 more games, two more rounds. I don't know if he has it in him. It reminds me of LeBron. When LeBron won the title, five, 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 and five, all the way, or five, 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 and six, never was challenged, always got a week off before the next round, and again, I'm not taking anything away from him, you earn the right to do that, but I am saying, some of these old players who have looked great, when they actually have to play intense 40-minute games, 40 minutes in a game, night
2: after night after night in the playoffs, run out of steam, it's just – it's something to file away because I think it's a big part of what's going on. You know what else the Suns did this year, too, is they refused to give anyone an inch. They they treated the regular season like a vessel to send a message to the league. And there's value in that. Like, they certainly didn't do much wrong this regular season. But is there something to – and I'm just asking. I'm not trying to – it's no, really yeah. easy with, with causality and correlation and all that. But is there something to – like, oh, Booker's hamstring flares up again. Chris Paul is looking a little spent in fourth quarter's. You know they, they, there's something too that's two seasons in a row where they enjoyed health and they pushed themselves to the yes brink and the brink and maybe maybe the toll is coming i don't and, know if they're even
0: pushing themselves to the brink. go ahead nurse love
3: yeah maybe maybe it would be a good idea for them to to score more than six trees in a game in 2022 <laughs> i mean that would the math the mat is playing is against you man i mean if if you refuse to to shoot threes in, in nowadays basketball it's not a great way to 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 go
0: but you know why they they've made it work for this long because Devin Booker and Chris Paul shoot mid-range jumpers with as much efficiency as most people shoot three-pointers that's the difference is they've broken the math by having two of the best mid-rangers but guess what one of those guys is absolutely exhausted and can't even get to his spots anymore and the other guy Devin Booker he's on the clock he's on the clock like everybody wants the superstar this is and this is why it's interesting like honestly i'll tip my hat to the Suns. they come out and win game seven and continue on on the path that they were on before the series because this is the thing about being the top dog yoke's going to see this next year you can have 82 great games you can have 14 great playoff games but you have the one when it matters where everything's on the line and you play poorly that's the only thing that matters and that's where the suns are right now their whole season where they dominated and did everything right and all these guys should book or have been mvp of chris paul they might actually just up getting bounced in the second round and that's the only thing that will stay with them through history that's, we'll forget about all of the other pieces of this entire season for phoenix we'll just i just like, I, I just
1: i appreciate this preemptive dancing on a grave uh, so much <laughs> they, they're gonna win this next game and this entire discussion is gonna probably completely hold no on, hold on we we hold on
0: who's the best player in this in this game uh, it's Luka, no question. You go into a game seven where anything can happen and you have one guy who's yeah. not just the best player. He's so much the best player. I'm with you, D-Line. I'm with you. This is 60-40 Suns. All I'm saying is Luca has this look in his eye that's like, he's talking trash when he's down 20 oh right my God, He feels himself so much right now. The, the one thing I was left with watching this series to
1: this point is how deeply unafraid Luca Doncic is. Yeah, like, yes. When... Uh, you know, like when Devin, when Devin Booker comes to grab the ball out of his hands and he just looks at him like, all right. And then he's just wow. like, okay, let's go. Like there are multiple times. Like somebody says something crazy to him in the, uh, in the free throw line. He's like, okay. And he just goes right back at them. You like, he, this guy is completely unflappable. I, I love it. I mean, it's like, I don't know. It's like a, uh, it's like a Balkan thing. I don't know. Miroslav what's going on over there. Nobody's scared of anything.
3: Well Luka isn't for sure. Luka isn't for sure he, <laughs> he, is he he actually brought Serbian folk music to NBA. Uh you know, uh gymnasiums all over all over NBA gymnasium. <laughs> we can hear the the Serbian folk songs all the time because of Luka and because of Boban of course who is there with him. But uh yeah, he he is feeling himself uh all the time. He he has the the biggest uh the heaviest balls on <laughs> in all of the NBA. Um I like that. Yeah,
0: I, I he started with biggest, but he wanted to make sure it was
1: Yeah, it yeah. Was I bad. thought maybe I Not thought maybe he was, he was doing
4: circumference. But I bad. thought he was
1: maybe doing like what I was doing when he was looking for just the right word like how can I phrase this in such a way that we get the point across but it's more poetic. Big but he but wanted but to add the word heaviest cool balls. Balls. <laughs> <Right>. Pendulous. I <laughs> and I know no,
3: I know it sounds crazy because you know he is such a great passer, like like Nicolay is. But I I'll still die on the hill that those two would be the perfect pairing because I don't know what you do against against those two. I mean they will score one hundred and forty points on you in any given night. I know it doesn't seems like a perfect fit, but but I don't know. Maybe in twenty twenty eight we'll we'll get one season of that somewhere, whatever. So uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm really impressed with both Luka and, and the whole Mavericks team. Really. I'm
2: also ashamed of myself for after that great segment we just had suggesting Dallas needs more help as they're heading to Game 7 in Round 2. Like, they're still in it,
4: I and know, maybe they don't. I and
2: I actually may have just realized in real time, arguably the most interesting team left, because if they do make it to the finals, if they do win this conversation we just stumbled into, okay, super teams are annoying, but do you need... What's the ratio of elite talent versus role players right. that are good at that? Right. Um, and is Luca in kind of like a Dirk seat right now and, and ready to punch that thing home? So I'm ashamed of myself. Good conversation. I come out educated on the other side.
0: It's honestly about how we have to look at this Nuggets team as they try to make this final step. Cause there's a lot of like, when we throw out the names, it's like, who is the best of this or the best of that? It's like the number one question is who is going to be able to fill a role and be willing to fill that role and no other role for the team. And if you can get Denver already has Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic, I honestly think they're 85% of the way there, right there, just between those two guys. Now you're looking at every other player and just asking how do they fit the specific tasks that need to be fit? And are they willing to do that? I think they have some of those guys. The Michael Porter question is obviously going to be huge. The shooting guard possession position is huge. Where does bones fit into this is huge. But to me, it's just the the nuggets it's just possible it's just there it's just there for them it's just you have to find that and you have to cultivate that it's going to be interesting all right let's take a break on the other side serbian corner darwin i see you in the chat we may or may not get to you uh by the way for the steps so you can hang on we 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 i'm sorry eric cooked for too long he cooked for too long uh, i'm have been cooking for t- i've been preparing this dish for 2 years
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um breckenridge brewery is the official beer of dnvr and of course one of the official breckenridge brewery beers is the avalanche amber ale which is the first breck brew i think i was aware of i think i was aware of that before i lived in colorado it's a classic it's delicious and right now we want to tell you all about the score two for a brew promotion involving that avalanche amber ale what's better than the av scoring two goals in the first period how about a free beer On game days, start your Avs game, or just start your day, really, depending on what your life's like, with an avalanche amber ale at any bar or restaurant, but save that receipt because if the Avs score two or more goals in the first period, Breck Brew will pay for your beer via rebate. Just upload your receipt to breckbrew.com and also just try their beer and their seltzers. It's delicious. They're our friends. And one of the best ways to support DNBR is by supporting our friends. Speaking of which... Light Shade, Colorado's premier dispensary. We're friendly with them, and they want you to know about that Ripple product. It's a fast-acting dissolvable, clinically proven to hit two times faster than the leading gummy. Ripple starts absorbing within 10 minutes, so you can depend on a consistent experience every time. With Ripple dissolvables, you can make anything inedible. They should put a disclaimer on that. This is a weed ad. You can't eat baseballs or, like, basketballs just because you put Ripple on it. Uh, But with Ripple Quick Sticks, you don't need a vehicle. You can just put it right onto your tongue. The most convenient way to get THC in your life. How do you get Ripple in your life? Well, you go to Lightshade. You go to one of their 11 convenient Denver Metro and Aurora locations, including the Barnum location, which is now open. It's their biggest one, it has their biggest supply of products. Podcast listeners can get 25% off non-sale items with code DMVR. That's not one time. That's not two times. That's every time that you go into a Lightshade dispensary. Go to Lightshade. Let them know who sent you. DMVR, 25% off.
0: All right. Uh Miroslav, it's time for Serbian corner.
2: Yes, and just
3: before we start with Serbian corner, I want to to share uh, uh something on on the chat right now. Uh today the EuroLeague uh, uh published their documentary called called The Land of MVPs and it's uh it's a story, one hour story about that's actually one year late because it's talking about how Nikola Jokic, Vasily Amicic, and Milos Teodosic all won uh, MVPs like last year in three biggest uh, world leagues in basketball, and it's an interesting story. If you want to hear uh, Jordi Fernandez or uh, Augusto Acuich talk about Nikola, because Nikola wasn't obligated to speak for this documentary because it's not made by NBA, so of course he, he chose <laughs> not to speak on it. <laughs> but it's a, it's a, it's a really cool. It's a really really cool one hour long. Documentary on the, those three guys, and there are some former and and current NBA players as well, like Nemanja Bialica speaking or Nenad Krstic. Uh, so, if if you get a time, go check it out. And now let's let's go to the Serbian corner no. with Miroslav and Moya. This time only, only Miroslav from my side. And uh, today we'll we'll do a little presentation called the essential Serbian phrases with miroslav and i made this beautiful font just for for I eric say, is, because...
1: this, is this a is this uh comic sans that we're looking at? Uh,
3: uh, it, it's a version of comic Sans i i made personally you know it's wait I, you I... made this font? <laughs> no not really not really but yeah i wanted you to think that for a second so now let's 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 uh, pretend that you just arrived at the Belgrade airport oh. and let's okay, start. You. Let's start. Yeah, this this mm-hmm. time I'm not using C- Cyrillic because you should know that Serbian is not only phonetic but we also have two alphabets we are using simultaneously. Perfect. So, uh, so I will not bother <laughs> you with Cyrillic this week, but who knows next week. Okay, so let's start what with you, this. Bro? Yes. Ad- Adam, do you know what this means? Good morning. Good morning. good morning. That's good morning. right. That's right. That's I'm, uh, already that.
0: half, I'm already halfway there.
3: Excellent. Excellent. Except for That's... the only
1: problem is that I don't I can't imagine the scenario where we
0: wake up early enough on any of the days <laughs> to be able to use good morning. Have Eric's a good... version of this trip, his vision of it is, is very interesting. It's... My vision of this trip is blurry. Yes.
2: <laughs> Miroslav, can you teach Eric how to say I feel like dying?
1: Yeah. <laughs> there you you, or uh uh dear sirs, uh how might actually never mind. I don't want to go back. To Listen, man. <laughs> I'm going to go back to the Philly. Well, I'm going to leave. The there. rare. <laughs> Listen, if you wake up at three p.m.
3: and tell to the guy "dobro utro" or "good morning," that guy will know exactly what you need. You okay. know, so it's... it's a good thing. <laughs> good see day. my
1: bloodshot eyes. And be <laughs> so, wow. so don't
3: don't hesitate to use the phrase uh, as many times as you want. Okay, let's continue. TV legal legalni taxista? Now, what this means, actually, is... Go to the
1: taxi. Are you a legit
3: legit? taxi driver? Are you a legit
0: taxi driver?
3: (laughs) I I think
0: it means legal taxi
3: Yeah, it's a a legal taxi driver. So what happened, like, several years ago, it should be better right now, (laughs) <laughs> that you you could go to the airport and you you think you're getting a legal taxi driver, but it's just some guy that's trying to rip you off. Oh and uh, so it's it's good to know this phrase, just to be sure, because, you know, the the, the, the criminal guy will all, always uh, say if he is a criminal guy, yeah, and he, he, he will he has, let it's, you pass.
1: It's part of the rules. If you are confronted, either a cop or a criminal, ask directly. You have to be truthful. To be, yes. I'm not a legal taxi driver. I'm sorry, you guys Is know. this a
0: real issue, though? People are like, can we get into the wrong taxi?
1: And not really. Yeah. Not, not anymore. It shouldn't be anymore. Even,
0: we can't even trust the
1: process of getting a taxi.
2: Yeah,
0: I'm not. I'm second guessing this. <laughs> Dude, I've had so many, so many shady taxis uh, over the years in my various travels. So many. Especially,
3: especially in the big cities, when when they can feel that that you are a you're you're a guy from the outside that doesn't know. Stick out city. so bad.
0: I wonder if we'll look that way. Yeah, I wonder. We'll fit right in. I'm sure. <laughs> Eric So that, that
3: brings us to do to, to the next essential phrase, and that's in a cab. now da se put Novog Sada kada do Beograda.
0: Now I got it. Yeah, it's
3: it's a big, longer one. But it actually means I didn't know you need to pass Novi Sad to get from the airport to <laughs> Belgrade. And this is a tr- true story. I mean, I think this happens, you know, in a lot of big cities with foreign people. The taxi drivers will try to take the longest possible way from the wow. airport to your destination just to earn some extra bucks. And there, there were some guys traveling for two hours from the airport to Belgrade just to be, you know, ripoff of 200 dollars or euros. So yeah, if you see if you see the sign saying Novi Sad, you are screwed.
1: Any chance you could just like be there with us and so we don't have to like, you can like wait in the airport? <laughs> yeah, could you like just make sure that we're okay and taken care of, please? <laughs> uh,
3: we'll workshop it. We'll workshop it. <laughs> Let's go on. At the hotel. So we finally came safely to the hotel. Yeah, this is sure, sure. good stuff. I, I don't know why, yeah, why I said yeah. safely. It's it's safe, don't worry. Okay. <laughs> so, don't believe <laughs> it. Okay. Izvinite, gde je najbliža Uh We can
0: okay. get some Burek.
3: Yes, excuse me, where is the nearest Burek place?
0: Yes, yeah. let's go. I'm, I'm going to have to internalize this one. I can't <laughs> wait. First of all, I'm very excited about cheese Burek. Is that yeah. the best one? Everybody says that the the, the purest. It's, it's my favorite one.
3: If you go to Bosnia, where, you know, Burek is... Uh, how to say more part of of the culture than in Serbia, even though it's huge in Serbia as well. They will tell you that if 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 it is with cheese, it's not burek. They will tell you that burek is only with meat, and everything else is is just called different ways. But in Serbia, we call it burek with cheese or burek with meat. I can't or, wait
0: to get some burek, though. I'm, this is gonna be like one of my top ten things I'm most excited for.
3: The, I think this is my biggest my biggest responsibility in Serbia because I really want you to have good Burek and not just uh, I wanna have bad
0: Burek
1: too. That's the thing. I wanna try it We all. want all we need to know the difference. We need yeah. to have the good, the bad, the the Street the cheese, quarter, the meat, yeah. the I was actually palette, yeah. I was actually pretty dismayed to learn that uh, Burek is not I, I assumed it was fruit based and then I came to learn that
0: Fruit? Was, you thought you thought uh, Jokic gained all that weight from eating too much fruit? <laughs> Yeah, like 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 a jelly (laughs) donut.
2: Like
1: yes. Oh, (laughs) Oh, I see.
2: I see. Okay. I see. Yeah, not quite fruit per se. Yeah, Yeah, like there there are there
3: are some bureks with fruits. It's not mainstream, but you can. No, I know.
2: Honestly,
0: it'd be the Serbian equivalent of hot pockets. It's like he just had a hot pocket addiction for a while. Yes, (laughs) meat
1: meat hand pies very popular in the rest of the world. We just turned them into hamburgers. Uh,
0: but all the same, I'm, I'm looking for it. Vastly superior, if we're being honest. I, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, oh, well, we'll have to see. Maybe we'll have some burek that changes our life. <laughs> gonna, we get some burek on the menu at the bar. I don't know. Excellent. Another one, very important one at the Burek place. Jedan
3: Burek So that means one Burek with cheese, please. You don't oh, want to embarrass you yourself and ask in, in English because, you know. You, you but, might not get it. Haven't we know,
1: embarrassed so. ourselves by asking that question? Isn't Burek with cheese already not Burek? What are we doing? You're <laughs> leading us into a cultural disaster.
3: Hey, you're not going to Sarajevo. You're going to Belgrade, so you'll be you'll be fine. Trust okay, me. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm taking this really the seriously.
2: The more you say, you'll be fine. Just so you yeah, know. yeah.
1: I'm <laughs> terrified. And I've never been more excited simultaneously.
0: I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm looking at the for... elevating Milan to host now.
1: Miroslav. No, no, I, I'm looking for a little danger in my life. I love this. I want things to be seedy and weird, and for us you, to get a bunch of content off of
3: it. You know that it's it's like sex when it's dangerous. You Hell know, yeah, that's,
1: that's let's the go. Best kind, let's go. Finally, the truest thing said on this goddamn
2: podcast. <laughs>
1: I'm not sure if I'm more embarrassed
2: oh. beginning or the end of this show.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a real bu- it's a real <laughs> bookend of terror. You don't know. Like, no, we not promise you. segment two is great. Okay,
2: <laughs> we have
3: one more phrase in burek place, Mahela, and Mahela
0: says they will not be fine. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
3: Very important. So you asked one burek with cheese, jedan <laughs> burek and this time you say možete li which means Can you please pack one more to go?
1: Ah, I'm going to learn that one. You know what? You're going to (laughs) come with us.
0: You'll be there with us. It's fine. (laughs) Okay. These are are great lessons. Oh, we got another one at the kafana.
3: At the kafana. So first of all, you know what kafana is.
2: It's like a cafe.
3: It's like a tavern, you know, mostly. So, so there is food there, but it's, it's not the most important. You, you might, might have. Live music there, you know, ah, like Tamburashi, okay. for instance. All right. So, yeah, Kafana is, is a really important thing, and you will see many Kafanas in Serbia, I'm sure. So, sure. when we get to the Kafana, first thing, Nemoj Vise, Tomije Now, that means, no more, please, that's my fifth Rakia. <laughs> <laughs> so, I will not ask you for the first four Rakias at all, they will yeah. just be, keep coming. Wow. But you, you are allowed to to stop at the finish. I feel row. like
0: I need to. I need to incorporate this phrase into our winners lounges. <laughs> I know for real. Yeah, Serbia is about to learn firsthand what a little wuss I am. <laughs> People tried to give me five, six, seven is My God. Yeah. It, if, it,
1: if, really? if also if Serbia wants to learn that lesson, they can watch the first segment of the show as you <laughs> wilted
0: like a. <laughs> a, like a I just was legally covering up my our tracks here. That's what that's what that was called. Legally covering our tracks. Uh Legally.
2: Miroslav, is it culturally is it rude to deny a drink? Someone's like, "Hey, I got you this drink." Uh, yeah, it is. (laughs)
1: He's like, he's like, it's it's the "Ah." the greatest it's the greatest insult there is. I this is like um, when. George W. Bush was giving a speech and someone threw their shoe at him. And they're like, that's very culturally offensive. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that anywhere. Like, that's never, I don't know if there's some other higher meaning, but it's always offensive to throw the... your shoe at someone.
3: <laughs> okay, let's move on. Another one. Didn't yeah. think
2: you'd get to Bush.
3: <laughs> when you have had your fifth Yeah, you will say, Ja volim Serbiu. Adam, do you know what this means?
0: I'm gonna vomit. Oh, javolim Sura, uh, Serb, serbiu. Let me get. I love I'm Serbia. Serbia. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't say Suryu. that after fifth,
3: after fifth might yeah, I I might need. Hey, to this take one's you good. More we gotta learn it. Early.
0: Javolim serbiu. Why is yeah. you
3: say
1: that? Yeah. I'm gonna say that yeah. before my first yeah. Rakia. yeah. Yabalim Yabalim Shribil.
0: Yabalim Shribil. Yabalim Shribil. Yabalim Shribil. We should say it after everyone. We'll be the most touristy people ever. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Can You imagine <laughs> that, like Shirts. the V per. I love America. <laughs> I got
2: yeah. Dude, we a should plus number
0: one.
2: <laughs> Please USA. print this, this on a white t-shirt, man.
0: Yabalim, Yabalim you, you
3: will not be the biggest tourist because there are always Japanese tourists, and there is nobody. There's a bigger tourist <laughs> than a Japanese tourists. So, sorry. There you go. <laughs> okay, let's go on. No, next we're week, still... <laughs> no, no, that's it. Next week, essential Serbian basketball players—a course for non-casuals. Oh, so maybe. we'll see if it <laughs> actually happens.
0: Oh, next week, all right, for non-casuals, can't wait. Uh, go ahead. Darwin wanted to come on. He wanted to give a quick here. Uh, we didn't get to get today, but Darwin, there you are, live from Pacific Northwest. Look at this. Is this a new set?
4: Uh, yeah, we moved. Uh, we moved out to the peninsula, and we just. Uh, just plank the walls here it's
0: what pretty sweet that? i swear you you've gotten more pacific northwest <laughs> yeah, yeah. i didn't it's think it true. was possible but it is it's totally possible there's literal trees now that make up your walls.
4: <laughs> they're uh they're actually like salvaged dock pilings from like the sound around wow here. Oh, yeah kurt
1: cobain lived under them at some point
4: <laughs> yeah, probably
0: <laughs> darwin you uh what, where are you at on birding you seem like a birder
4: uh Where's so bird- we're in frame this is uh this is actually a little colorado bird this came from uh air force academy
0: okay wow look at that beautiful man i love (laughs) it that's great um
4: so (laughs) we do we have a ton of uh a ton of bald eagles golden eagles out here we're like right on on the sound and so
0: today i got the uh, yellow-headed blackbird as well as the western meadowlark and western
4: Oh, I Raven love video. the metal art.
1: Philosophical, que- philosophical question for you, Adam: Is a bird with a yellow head a blackbird? A bird with
0: a yellow well, hey man, it's not my decision. I'll tell you this: there's, <laughs> there's really three types of bird names: the random ones, the ones that are named after very horrible humans in human history, like okay. naturalists that are actually really bad, and then the sure. last ones that are just literally what they look like: red-winged blackbird, yellow-headed blackbird. And so, yeah, that's exactly what they look like.
4: If they're mostly they're- black, sorry. they're a blackbird.
0: All right, Darwin, you had a anyway, you, you wanted on for at least just oh, a, a uh, and also
4: shout out the homie Miroslav. Uh, I've been listening to, to Serbian Corner all all year long, and it's excellent. So thanks, my much. guy,
3: my <laughs> guy. I think this is like third time we're sharing the screen. I love I love Darwin. Uh, actually, first time I was doing the steps back way back in the day. He was my my wingman back then. So
0: more bird. <laughs> I'll I'll be glad to be your wingman today. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Everybody. Yeah. You. What a great week! The first full week mm. of the off season, and my God, it was great. We started off maybe minor sad, like little baby sad, but we mm. finished just like, oh my oh. God, look at Eric,
1: dude. So oh, bad.
4: y'all, y'all haven't mentioned it. Uh Did you see that that the Lakers are targeting Doc if if Philly mm. fires him? Man, well, they're, not, fi- they're not firing. They're not firing him. Enough.
0: He's got three years left on his deal at $24 million. They're not firing him. They're stuck with him. I'm sorry. <laughs> Same with James Harden. They're just like – they're pot committed. The 76ers are pot committed, and it's a gorgeous thing. <laughs> uh, oh, we do have some super chats. That's right. We got some super chats. Uh, go ahead, Kay. Let's get to these. We always appreciate super chats. Astray says, happy Serbian corner? Of course it work. he may have ended Danny's career. MRI, MRI confirmed both the torn ACL and torn LCL. It's true. Um That's horrible. I, I think Danny Green, they have a team option on him too. So sadly, Dude, can you imagine Green, losing man. $10 million in the, the last game of the season. I mean, poor I Danny honestly felt terrible for Danny Green. I do too.
1: I, it's horrible. It's He's a great player too. He's a. The, the one nice thing is that Danny Green has had
0: a very good NBA career. and is He really player. has. Kind of the Robert Ori of this era. Like he, he is. He's yeah. finding yeah. himself on all the good teams. All right. What else? Carlos says Embiid does not deserve this hell. Hmm. Sixers fans do. You're um, half. You're half right about that. <laughs> I, look, nobody deserves this hell. I, I don't. I no, it. no, no, couldn't happen to a better group of people. <laughs> Jeez. And then Josh Moore says, "What's the over/under on Jokic keeping a house in Denver after he retires?" Uh, minus zero. One, no, minus it's, minus it's that would no, that would be plus. Twenty-eight
1: bazillion million, some number that has not been a Googleplex. Jokić no-
0: was in Serbia like thirteen hours after the final buzzer sounded in the season. Like he uh I I think he appreciates Denver. I think he would rather work from Denver than probably most cities. But I've asked him this question and it broke my heart a little bit, but I can't blame him. I asked him, is it your second home? He said no, I only have one home. <laughs> So. <laughs> I
1: mean, listen. Yeah, I... I, I, you, you don't besmirch the man. Like this is this is the truest human being out of this is the most <laughs> earnest, genuine person. He's not lying to us. He never he never lies to us, to my knowledge. He is exactly who you think that he is, and that's
0: why he is so great. Do you think when we're in Serbia, Eric, you're going to be like, "Wow, this kind of feels like home to me"? Uh, I'm definitely moving to Serbia at some point. So yes. <laughs> there you go.
1: I, I would like to chip in. I think Nicola will keep at least
3: one apartment in Denver just because it's easier to go to your apartment than to a hotel because he will need to come from time <laughs> to time back to Denver, you know, really? to put his, his, his uh, uh, kit in the rafters and, and such <laughs> things, you know. So it's, it's a hassle to go to a hotel. It's true. It's, it's true. easier to go to your I it's... mean, especially if that apartment costs like like one 1,000 of your last contract. So, you know, why not?
0: What a great addition to the show, guys. Everybody, have a great rest of your weekend. Be safe, everyone. Get out there, see some birds, and we'll see you on Monday. All right. What happened to vote, by the way? Where
4: did You <laughs> <He> just dipped. <laughs>